welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to Just Jets episode number 90. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary here with another episode. Excited to be here. It's victory week. It's a short week. Indianapolis Colts coming up on Thursday. So before we get started, just wanted to mention that you can follow along here as always on the YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts as I'll be covering throughout the week. But just wanted to get started and talk to you about our sponsor here at Manscaped. So a couple of new things from Manscaped that I'm excited to talk about for you. Number one, they sent me the body wash, which is a premium body wash infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, fresh, and moisturized using a clean, vegan, dye-free formula scented with authentic refined cologne. You guys know I love talking about the cologne. And on top of that, they also have this shampoo and conditioner. Literally just opened the box before I sat down to record. I can't wait to try it. If you want to try it, head to manscaped.com. Use my promo code JETS20, that is J-E-T-S-20, at checkout, and you can get yourself it try it maybe try the performance package 4.0 or the cologne if you want to give that a go so just wanted to get that out there super excited to try that out as we transition into the holiday season so we're going to do some holiday season ad read soon uh but let's hop into the mike white game turns into the mike white just jets podcast episode who would have thought that 34 31 the jets beat the best team in the afc They were the number one seed. The Cincinnati Bengals coming into this game were the number one freaking seed in the AFC. And somehow the Jets won. They put up 34 points. The last time the Jets put up 30 plus points was against the Raiders in 2019. It's been a long, long time. And Mike White, well, there were other reasons, of course, why this team were were able to win. Uh, Michael Carter had a great game. Ty Johnson was good. Uh, The Jets used a bunch of different receivers. They spread the ball around. But man, was Mike White efficient. 37 of 45, so they threw the ball a lot. 82.2 completion percentage, 405 yards, three touchdowns, two pick, a 9.0 yards per attempt. I mean, uh, just jumping off the page. Mike White led the league in passing yards this week. What? This was such a weird game from start to finish. Nobody could have predicted this. Now, the two interceptions early on in this game, You can't put it on White. You can't. He hit Jamison Crowder in the hands. Have to catch that ball. Jamison Crowder later fumbled. He did not have a good game at all. Uh, And then the second one, I guess, was kind of a miscommunication between the two of them. Uh, He threw it off Michael Carter's head, and then it popped up and was an interception. But what I enjoyed from this game was a couple of different things. And we talked about it earlier in the week about the New York Jets offense and why it was successful, whether it was Mike White or Mike LaFleur. You have some film junkies saying that this is all Mike White. Uh, for the, It's the same exact thing that LaFleur has been doing. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think that Mike LaFleur was significantly more aggressive. They threw a lot more on first downs. Uh, I thought he was more creative with his play calling in terms of using trick plays and uh, jet sweeps and stuff like that. They didn't nearly do that as much in weeks gone by. And what I liked from White, I mean, average depth of target was only 4.1 or 4.2, depending on where you look. 
in the low fours. That's insanely low. That means he's not getting the ball down the field. And really the one chance he did to throw the ball down the field to Elijah Moore, he way overthrew him. It wasn't close. And I mean, the play would have been called back due to a holding penalty regardless. Um, thanks, Chuma. But he was efficient at what he was asked to do. There was a lot of check downs. They got the ball in Ty Johnson and Michael Carter's hands, which is fine. Um, I When Zach Wilson comes back, that's what I want to see. I want to see more checkdowns. And and listen, I don't want to turn Zach Wilson into someone who's going to be throwing four yards in front of the line of scrimmage, you know, every single game. No, I love that he's able to create with his legs, roll out and heave the ball down the field. But I think they need to get, as we've talked about week over week, get him established, get him in a rhythm and do this easy stuff first and then do that after build on that. Um, and this week they brought in John Beck. It looks like he's going to be here through the remainder of the season. He's his personal quarterback coach from back home. He was on the sidelines with Mike White. And LaFleur was up in the box, which is a big thing for me this week. It made a difference. I'm sorry. I know it sounds like it's a smaller thing, but he said all along that he feels like he can call plays better up there. And now with the addition of Beck, who will be on the sideline, that allows you to put LaFleur up top. So that's that's a good thing. I'm, I'm all for this. I think it was a, a wise decision from the New York Jets to bring in Beck, uh, who is someone that the quarterback is comfortable with. And I mean, I, I'm so excited about this pass win, but let's not get crazy here, right? This doesn't change anything. This is not turning into, oh my God, a quarterback controversy. Zach Wilson's still the future. It's nice that Mike White is coming in and playing really well. That's awesome. Love it. If anything, it shows, okay, you have an established backup quarterback, but it's been one game. Let's see what happens on Thursday. Uh, we need more of a sample size, right? You're not going to make any rash decisions based off one game. At least you shouldn't, but well, we'll, we'll see. More on that in the voicemail segment, I guess. But uh, this week against the Indianapolis Colts, the Jets are 10.5-point favorites, which, uh, underdogs, excuse me, which that number just sounds way too high. Uh, I don't know if the Jets win this game. I'm going to save that, I guess, for predictions later on. Uh, but we have to see what Mike White's able to do with a week of film against him now and what Michael Floor is able to do with uh, with that film against them. Because to me, what I saw was someone who was excellent 10 yards and in, like really, really efficient. But when he was forced to throw a little bit further than that, he struggled a little bit. So if I'm Indy, I'm putting, what, 9, 10 in the box and saying, okay, beat me over the top and take away the underneath stuff. And we'll have to see if Mike White is able to adjust to that. Maybe he does. That'd be phenomenal. I am rooting for him. I was super happy after that game. Uh, if you checked the post-game show, I was I was amped up, as all Jet fans were, and you should be. Uh, this year, to me, is just you take what you get. I'm not rooting for a tank. I'm not saying, oh, my God, lose out. Uh, and it was a waste because he won a game without Zach Wilson. It was fun. Can you have fun? Enjoy these moments. You don't have to read into every single little thing. Oh, well, now you're, you know, you're not picking third. You're, you move down to sixth, uh, which is just you can't live like that we, week in and week out. Like it's a young coaching staff. This team is a young team. It's not the same situation as last year where you knew the coach was going. You knew the quarterback was likely going. So like nothing mattered. Well, no, there's a young team where I want to see development. I hope they win games. I do. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but in my eyes, I would rather see them make progressions and play well. Like, for instance, yes, Zach didn't play, but Elijah Moore, better. 
Denzel Mims unfortunately dropped a touchdown pass, but he was involved early on in the game. Supposedly the Jets have no interest in trading Denzel Mims, which is a good thing. Um, so they want him around. Michael Carter had a phenomenal game. Ty Johnson, who's still young, had a phenomenal game. Uh, Jabari Zuniga on the defense. Hello, 2020 draft class. He actually made a play. There was a lot of good. So let's enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be, oh my God, now you got to cancel Zach Wilson. That's it. He's, he's a bust. It's over. Mike White's the guy. After one game? Let's see. But I'm excited about that win. It was one of the more fun weeks we've had. Uh, and talk about a roller coaster of emotions, man. It was all over after the New England game. It was just ugly, disgusting. But Jets played well at home and beat a really good team, 34-31. And sure, there are plays where, I don't know, stuff didn't make sense. For instance, the, the Ty Johnson helmet's helmet. The Jets caught a break there. So what? It's the NFL. That stuff happens. The Browns, uh, the Browns, the Bengals had numerous chances to put that game away and weren't able to. Jets turned the ball over three times and still were able to win that game. Just so many bizarre things happened this week against Cincinnati. But you take it. It's the NFL, man. So love to see it. I'm super excited. Let's see if you guys are too. We'll go to the voicemails now. We'll start off with Don in New York. Don, what do you got, buddy? Yo, Matt, again, uh, this is Don from New York. I just had to collect myself. I was a little too hyped in that first <laughs> voice message. I just had to leave you another one. All good? Uh, again, I'm just too hyped about these Jets. Um, I just wanted to say one thing, too. Uh, I wanted to point out some for, for all the Jet fans that are that are out there. And, and just, just stay hopeful, man. Just stay hopeful. We We are a young team. We're building. Like, I remember being at the Tennessee Titans game and the energy when Zach Wilson threw that first pick. And then after, when 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 they started picking up momentum, the whole energy of the of, of the stadium changed. And I remember yelling at Jet fans, telling them to leave Zach Wilson alone. He's a rookie. He's gonna make mistakes. Watch the bounce back and watch how how the team came together and and and, and just build. And and I'm just loving to see what what I just saw right now. I, that was some great football. I, I can't. I, I'm I'm too impressed with uh, the 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 showing of the offense and and Mike Carter. He, 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 he really had his showing out party today. And, um, yeah, these, these, these Jets are, are, are hungry. I would say watch out for Cleveland. But you already know. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me just gather myself. Uh, You're good. Shout out Jet Nation. Let's go, Jets. Let's go. This is the major comeback right now. <laughs> I love the energy. And you're allowed to be happy. Like, I don't know. That's the reaction that Jet fans should have. You should be happy about that. Offense looked like a competent offense for the first time in a long time. That's a good thing. It was a good showing from this team. And a lot of young players played well and really balled out. So you should be excited about that. And maybe they pull an upset and win in Indy. That'd be awesome. I don't know if we'll see it, but we could absolutely root for it and see how this team adjusts. It's a big test because it's they're going up against a good team not as good as what Cincinnati was but short week on the road let's see how legit they are right let's see if LaFleur can do it let's see if Mike White can do it I don't know I'm excited about it Max New Jersey what do you got hi this is Max Mullen, New Jersey happy Halloween by the way thank you and I was really impressed by the Jets today but I'm most impressed by Mike White. I think Mike White's a really good quarterback. He's better than Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. Even though Zach Wilson's a rookie, I'm sorry. He sucks, Zach Wilson. I think we should, like, trade Zach Wilson after this season and start Mike White. 
And the reason why I think – because I think Mike White is more poised than Zach Wilson. I don't know if it's just me. I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady. I think he looked really good. He had, like, 500 yards, four touchdowns. First 400-yard game since, like, Vinny Testaverde in 2000, when I wasn't even born in 2004 and 2005. I just think that Mike White is a lot better. And I think it would be a huge mistake if we trade Mike White and start Zach Wilson because I, cause Mike White will probably be a superstar in the league. Even though it's only been one start, I just see more poise in Mike White than I've seen Zach Wilson all year. What's your thoughts on Mike White and go Jets? Jesus Christ. Talk about not overreacting, Max. My God. What are we doing? Right? I'm, I am thrilled that Mike White came out and played a, a really good game. A really good game. 400 passing yards. Haven't seen that in 20-plus in years. But Zach Wilson sucks after five games in his career, giving up on a 22-year-old quarterback after five games? For what? This one one game. We're ready to make this decision on Mike White. Ready to say that he's going to be a star in the league after one game? Look, I, Max, I get it. You're a young kid. You call in. I, I let you give your takes and stuff like that. But come on. We got to think a little bit here. It's a one, It's been one game. I hope he balls out again against Indianapolis. That would be awesome because you know why? It means the Jets have a competent replacement for when Zach Wilson's hurt. But he's still the future. You're not bailing on your plan. After one game? Let's get serious, please. Will Dallas. Hey, Matt. Will calling from Dallas again. Uh, use this voicemail. I think the last one I was having some audio issues. Um, but, yeah, great game, obviously. A lot of, lot of fun to watch that game. Um, two things I wanted to talk about was on the last show, people were talking about firing LaFleur. Um, I've been one of the few that stuck up for him throughout this whole this, this entire season to give him time. First time in the box today, and, and man, that all was good. Play calling was on point. It was, was it was really really impressive to see that turnaround from last week to this week. Um, I'm sure he stays in the box after a game like that. Um, second thing I wanted to talk about was I doubt anyone is calling for Mike White to be the quarterback of the future. Listen to the last call. Even after a game like that, but I think there's a lot Zach can learn from that game. I think if he's know, watching the game and seeing what Mike White actually did, just being decisive with those throws down the middle and um, some of these shorter throws getting the ball out quickly. I think there's a lot Zach can learn from actually watching that game, and I think that's all we can hope for is Jets fans is just Zach is learning from, from watching this, and I think having Flacco in the locker room will actually be pretty helpful for Zach going forward. But, yeah, I just want your take on those two things, and as always, go Jets. Yeah, I thought LaFleur definitely looked better up top. Um, for sure. I definitely think that he looked better. And with when it comes to Joe Flacco, again, are you, you going to cry about losing that six-round pick? Especially if he doesn't play. It's only going to be a six-rounder. You have a ton of picks. It was an emergency. It was an in-case-of-emergency thing. He wasn't active. Josh Johnson ended up having to come in when Mike White got hurt, and he looked okay. But... Um, if Zach has to sit for two or three games, then okay. You live with it. If he plays 14 games in his rookie year, 
And I don't know, in the in the final seven, eight games, not a math podcast, however many games would be less that left after missing two or three, and he's better than good. And this that was a success. Um, to me, I think it's going to be huge to see how he bounces back after you know sitting and watching. Does he learn from Mike White? Does he learn from LaFleur being up top? Does he learn from Beck being on the sideline with him? That, to me, is what I'm excited about to see the rest of the way. Week in and week out, that's what I'm going to be looking for, to see if there's any consistency here. Let's go to Jeremy up next. He's got some reaction. Hey, Matt, I know there's tons of talk, talk about tons and tons of things, like we have a potential civil war in the Jets fam with Wilson versus White after one game, which is uh, going to be interesting. And then, you know, we've got so many things going on. The Flacco saying, how's that trade going to look now? Where's his place? All these crazy things going on, potentially trade deadline coming up. But I really only have one big question for you. You could, you know, let's get back to all that. Okay. And that is, are you going to continue to order and eat your wings before the game starts? Are you superstitious? Just let me know. Thanks. Uh, so, Jeremy sent me a message before the game. Um, I guess he was watching Green Beans stream from the week prior because I ordered wings and they got there at halftime. So I I, I popped out at that point uh, and, and had my food. But he asked if I was getting them again. And I said, a dude already got them. I think I finished it like right at kickoff. They, they were here at like 1240. So maybe I have to do that again for Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. My, my wallet's not going to like me if I keep door dashing wings each week. Uh, but... I love it. Yes, I, I am a superstitious guy from 2009 through 2015, maybe later than that. I sat in the same seat for every game uh, at my house. So I, I think I've said that story on here before. I'm, it was definitely 09. It was the game against the Cincinnati Bengals to clinch. Uh, the playoff spot was the first time I sat there, and I'm pretty sure it was through the 2015 season. And then I think I changed it up in 2016 um, because it wasn't working anymore in 2016. I'm pr- uh, I, the, I might have gotten the years wrong, but definitely that first time was 2009, and it was at least five-plus years. Um, so maybe I will have to do that, Jeremy. I tend to be a little superstitious. Uh, next up is Peter from New York. Hey, Matt. What's up? This is Peter from the beautiful Hudson Valley of New York. First time calling in. Been Welcome. To you most all this year. Great show. Love your stuff. Just wanted to say, wow. Can we go from the lowest of lows last week against the Patriots to the highest of highs beating the Bengals? First place in the conference. That was something. Something great to watch. Uh, I just want to say, um, I think that we should see more of Michael Floor stay up in the box. And call the game from up there because it seemed like it was a much better way to go this time around. Um, and also, uh, something I wanted to comment on earlier. Yeah. Why haven't they done this all season? Take that opening drive, script those plays, go down and score and play with the lead instead of playing <laughs> behind all the time. Fair. That's something new and unique. Uh, you know, this deferring to the second half nonsense has got to stop. Uh, that two minute drill drive going down and scoring before the half that really helped as well so i hope uh you know we see more of like LaFleur calling the offense up in the box uh, let me know if you think that's something the jets should be doing going forward definitely and as always uh go jets 
appreciate it. Thank you for checking in with us. I agree. And with in regards to deferring, usually I'm someone I'd like to get the ball to start halftime because my my logic is you have a late drive at the end, get points, and then you get more points to start the third quarter and really demoralize a team. But why I didn't mind it this time was because it seemed to fit their mindset. They had an aggressive mindset. And that's the thing that I don't understand from the people who are this is, you know, mostly, if not all, on Mike White for why they looked so good. Because they were significantly more in they were significantly more aggressive. Throwing the ball on early downs, the creative plays, the 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 Philly special on the two point conversion. You can't possibly have watched the games where the Jets have gone for two and run up the middle. Almost every single damn time. And then watch what they did on Sunday where they run a trick play on the two-point conversion and go, yeah, this the LaFleur had nothing to do with the Jets. It was it was white. What? What do you what do you mean? <laughs> that I can't wrap my head around that. I don't get it. But yes, he should absolutely stay up in the in the box. I thought he called a much, much better game, and I hope that continues through the remainder of this season. Dom, Long Island, what's up, buddy? Yo, what's going on, Matt? I'm calling in here from Long Island. Um, listen, dude, I was just at the Jet game against Cincinnati, and I could not have asked for a better win. No. They went out there, played their hearts out. The crowd was into it. It, it honestly felt like one of the first home wins that I've seen in a long time that we fought tooth and nail for, and we were firing on all cylinders. I think a lot needs to be said and a lot of people owe this coaching staff an apology because they ex- the players executed a fantastic game plan. Mike White looked, you know, phenomenal, but he also played within the confines of the offense. You know, he was getting into his checkdowns, letting his guys work in space. And for the love of God, we need to keep Mike LaFleur up in the booth. Or, yes. Yeah, Mike LaFleur, because he, he called a phenomenal game. He made adjustments when they needed to, and he called a game that could be executed by you know, a quarterback making his first NFL start. Um, I just think enough can't be said about that. And the defense firing all cylinders, that fourth down stop at the beginning of the game was huge. Yep. And, yep. I mean, you know, and that, <clears throat> you just can't say enough. That interception was ridiculous. Um, man, man, I, I'm just, you know, at a loss for words. So hopefully we can bring this momentum into Indianapolis and, you know, maybe we can surprise some people. You know, maybe maybe we can. They went toe to toe with the Titans this week, but I think you know we could put up a definitely a good fight. So yeah, go Jets, baby. Yeah, what I want and a lot of great points as always brought up here by Dom. But the thing that I want to go to is the defense for a second because we've been offense heavy and understandably so on this show. But man, it's one C.J. Mosley's impact was palpable when he was on the field. I don't how PFF continues to grade him so poorly. I don't understand, but that's. A story for another day. Um, he was just all over the field making big plays. Um, it was obvious what, what he means to this team and what he means to this defense. And from top to bottom, Eccles, I thought, played well. The only positional group I was disappointed with was safety. God, Ashton Davis stinks out loud right now. Marcus May had a brutal game too. Um, who knows? But the, the safety group didn't look good. But I was proud of Ble- uh, bless Bryce Hall. I thought he played strong. Eccles, I thought, held his own, all things considering. So, overall, 
pretty pretty good performance from that defense. Malik and Cali, what do you got, buddy? Hey, Matt. This is Malik from California. What's up, dude? I have a question for you. It may be too soon. It may be too soon. Well, it is too soon. But uh, not every day your backup quarter comes off quarterback comes off the bench. Excuse me, and throws for four hundred yards. So my question is, do you think that we can have a Washington football team on our hands, meaning RG three and, and uh. Kirk Cousins? And then I also have a another question. Leo Collins is coming off the bench over there in Dallas. I know he has a kind of a drug problem. <laughs> but I was wondering, uh, what do you think that we should give up to bring him over here? Um, plug and play on my right guard, possibly. I'm uh, I'm thinking a second-round pick. Well, hopefully you can use my questions on the show. And you're doing a great job, buddy. Thank have a good day. Thank you, Malik. Much appreciated as always. A um, couple of things. One, you kind of answered your own question at the top. It's a little bit, it's a little too early for that conversation. Uh, I would be surprised though. Um, I would just be, I'd be very surprised if that ended up being the case. It's not impossible, but the likelihood of that happening is probably very small. And I don't think the Jets are going to be buyers at the deadline. I, I know the deadline will have passed by the time this video comes out. Uh, I have a work thing on Wednesday, so I am recording this earlier on Tuesday than I normally do. So it's before the deadline, so I can't give you a definite answer whether they made a move or not. But uh, I don't think they're going to be buyers at the deadline. Um, so I'd be very surprised if they traded. Collins, good player. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's not a good player. He is, but I think the Jets are actually kind of satisfied with where their offensive line is right now. And I think they'll make some changes in the off season, but I would be surprised if they make any in in change in season changes there. Excuse me. Uh, let's go to Jay Sean up next. Matt, this is Jay Sean calling from Maryland. First up, time dude? caller, avid listener. Thank you. I am pumped up after that win. This 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 game was fantastic. I've been a Jets fan for over twenty years, and I have not seen anything like this. Key takeaway for me from this game is that this offense works. I think this is a little black mark that's erasable for for Zach Wilson. I think it goes to show that uh, the LaFleur offense works. You got to get the ball out of your hands. You got to be quick. You got to be accurate on those short, quick routes. We haven't seen that from Zach Wilson yet. He will get there. I think he's the quarterback of our future. I think he needs time to just get comfortable back there, work on his footsteps, Work on that accuracy. But we saw that from Mike White last week when he came in. When Zach Wilson got injured, he was hitting those quick routes, and we saw what could happen when you have someone who can get the ball out of their hands. Once again, don't think that this is an indictment on Zach Wilson. He's going to be fine, but he needs time to sit, process, and understand. This might be the best thing that's happened to us in a while. Can't wait for Zach Wilson to get back in there. Yep. But for now, Sit, watch, learn. Uh, let me know what you, your thoughts are. But uh, good win for the Jets. Good win for for Lafleur. Good win for the fans who can who can see what this coaching staff is trying to do and understand what uh, Coach Salah means when he says play boring football. That was boring football. That was exciting football. Yeah. As always, go Jets. Dude, great call. Um, 
just from top to bottom, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Um, this is it's, this is still Zach's team. Let's let's get real here. Uh, and it's okay that White is coming in and playing well. It's completely fine. He'll sit there and he'll learn. I want to see him back on the field, but now you don't have, feel like you have to rush him back. Maybe he doesn't play against Buffalo. Maybe say, "I ah, will give you another week." You can survive that. That's fine. Especially if Wilson's playing 13, 14 games this year, you're probably, you're more than fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be okay. I'm not worried about Zach Wilson. I don't think Jay Sean is either. Uh, it's just at, at this point you you ride this Mike White train out. Let Zach get healthy, and you evaluate then. It was fun for a week. It was really fun. I hope we have a good performance on Thursday. That'd be an absolute blast. Let's do Shane in New Jersey next. Mr. Matt O'Leary, how are we doing today? Shane from Jersey giving you a call. Good. Ah, what a great Monday. Back to this. We needed this after a few weeks. I'm in an awesome mood. Uh, what I want to talk to you about today is two main things. Both just awesome. I want to hear your takes. First, the coaching, Sala and LaFleur after last week to come back like this. This is huge. It's not a normal win after getting smoked like we did last week. Process Sala for that. Love the beard. He can't shave. And uh, LaFleur, man, I, he had to talk to his brother. He had to talk to his brother. That was too creative. There's no way he came up with that on his own. I don't care. I loved it. It's what we wanted to see. It was incredible. I was so happy with that. Part two of the call are young studs. Before the game, I bet on Jamar Chase was under, knew it was going to hit. The only thing Ooh. he did was kind of touch up on Eccles a bit. Knew a Bryce bit. Hall would clamp him. I love Bryce Hall. He's going to be our guy for years. Might have to change his number to 24 the way he's been playing. Quinn and Williams wow. at the goal line. Big-time players make big-time plays in big-time moments. Fourth and goal, sack. Give it to me all day, baby. CJ back. He's a staple of this defense. We need to re-sign him for more years. Just a stud. And then the, the young receivers... Uh, I loved it, man. I loved everything about yesterday. Michael Carter, how awesome was that? And shout out Mike White, too. I mean, just how awesome was all those things I just mentioned, Matt? That's all I got to say. Go Jets. Love the show. Catch you later. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, from top to bottom. Young young players playing well. Realistically, right? Bryce Hall, young guy, taking the fifth round. Great find. Phenomenal find. He is a legitimate starting corner. I mean, he's making going into this year. I was saying, okay, I think he is a a solid starting corner. I don't know if he's a, a number one. At, at this point, he's playing like a number one, like a really good number one. And Eccles on the other side, I had a hand up, honest, no faith in Brandon Eccles, none. He's fast, but I didn't think he was someone who's going to be able to play on the outside at this level. I, I mean, is he phenomenal? No, maybe they upgrade, but he's held his own. He's been fine. The corners have been fine. Michael Carter the second. Really good find. Again, I mentioned it earlier. Safeties weren't good, but the linebackers actually had some depth with Davis back and Mosley back. Stuff matters. Man, it, it, that was fun. We all had a lot of fun and we deserved it. Absolutely deserved it. I hope again, I hope we get that again on Thursday. Let's do, who's next? Nick? Hey, man, it's Nick from Suffolk County. I don't know what to make of this team anymore. I really <laughs> don't. They are Jekyll and Hyde every single week. I mean, they can't beat 
the most average teams in the NFL, but they beat the best teams in the AFC. I just, I, I will never understand this team. This is how they've been for years. So I really don't understand it. They love to play with my emotions. Uh, but one point I wanted to make, uh, first of all, I apologize for my fire Mike the floor call last week because it didn't age well at all this week. That's okay. Great game by him. Um, Hopefully what the Jets have learned from this game is to keep Michael Floor in the booth. I think he's at his best when he's calling plays from the box and he could see the entire field. Why this wasn't done the last six or five weeks or so, I will never understand it. Um, but hopefully the Jets have learned that that's what, where he needs to be and that's where he's at his best. Because when he's on the sideline, he can't see everything, and it's just overwhelming to him apparently. So hopefully they keep him in the booth, or at least I want to keep him in the booth. They should. Um, and one more point I wanted to make is um, it, it's clear as day that Ty Johnson and Michael Carter are at their best when they're um, cutting to the outside on run plays and not going straight up the middle. Like, I really hate when the Jets run a Michael Carter who's 5'8 and a half straight up the middle for no gain or yard or negative yards because that's, that's just not his force. He's not Chris Ivory. He's not... Yeah. Marshawn Lynch, you know, Carter's at his best when he's cutting to the outside, breaking tackles, uh, you know, pitches to the outside, catches out of the backfield. So, like, that's my opinion. Like, I really hope the Jets from now on run Ty Johnson and Mike Carter to the outside instead of going straight up the middle on every play. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. Have a good one. Go Jets. That's totally fair. Neither of those two guys are up the middle type runners. Now they have a good burst, so maybe like every once in a while they'll pop one up the middle for like a quick five, but they're not someone who's going to put their head down and, and get you tough yards, which is part of the reason why I wanted to keep Josh Adams around, but that's that's a completely different story. Um, they, They're good. They're good players. Are they stars? Right now, no, and I don't think either of them are going to be a star, but I think they are a nice one-two complimentary, which is what we've been saying all along. Um, this game is was really what I wanted to see from those two all year, right? Getting them involved in the pass game, getting the balls to them in space. They're both good, and I really like them as a one-two punch. It's affordable. They're effective. And if you add a back who is better in short yard situation, I don't know if LaMichael P. Ryan's that guy. Then maybe that's your difference, and that's your running back room. But I, I'm more than satisfied with them so far, and I agree. I think getting them to the outside is when they're at their best. Uh, Roger and Comac, what do you got? Daddy, it's Roger from Comac calling. Listen, I, I'm sure everybody else is ex- as excited as I am about this uh, this Jet win. Um, completely unexpected. I mean, I didn't think Mike White had it in him, but you know what? I'll take it every every day plus yeah. Tuesday. Um, so that being said, listen, I, I've been saying it, and I'll keep saying I'll see this season, it, it's about Zach Wilson learning how to run an NFL offense. Now, as much as he wasn't on the field, this was a very good learning experience for him, being up there in the booth with uh, with uh, LaFleur. Amen. Um, you know, he got to see – you know, how to actually operate an NFL offense live, right? So I'm not trying to, you know, jump on the Mike White hype train here. And, you know, I caution everyone, let's not jump on that train just yet. I mean, the guy had virtually no film before Sunday 
uh, which, you know, was to his benefit because the Bengals, they were effectively playing in the dark against him. Um, he might even do well against the Colts because of the short week, but after Thursday, teams are going to have something to prepare for, and that's when we'll see who Mike White really is. Um, my opinion, I think he'll be like a Nick Mullins kind of guy. Uh, he'll Ooh, be a nice, you know, serviceable backup. Might be with, uh, you know, with Zach for, you know, for a long time to come. We'll see. That being said, you know, Zach, he sit, you know, I said it before, he, he sits, he needs to sit there and watch and learn how to use his check downs and see how effective that actually is in a live game. Now, I say we keep Zach on the sidelines until after the Buffalo game. You know, give him the soft schedule to work through learning how to run an offense in the NFL and just, and, and, and avoid risking him re-injuring himself, right, against a, a top-notch defense. But, um, you know, I suspect we're going to have another clunker, maybe two. But the lessons learned for everyone, from the head coach all the way down to the QB, it's only going to help them next year to be more competitive and to actually put a quality team on the field. You know, no more of these, these 54 to 13 clunkers that we've seen, you know, this year. That's, you know, that's going to happen, you know, like I said, another couple times. But after, you know, next season, I think Zach's going to be seasoned. He's not going to be making those same mistakes. He'll use his check down, and we're going to see an awesome team. All right, that being said, Matt, love the show, and uh, let's go Jets. Really appreciate it, Roger. And I think you bring up a good point. Uh, I love the the comparison. I, I think if we're trying to be as realistic as possible, I think this just shows that he's a capable NFL quarterback in Mike White. I I would be surprised if he's a star. I don't think he's someone who's just going to like disappear and go out of the league, but if he's a long-term backup, fine. Perfect. I'm I'm good with that. That is that's plenty to me. Uh in, in the preseason he did look like the best backup by the way. Uh they have the Colts on Thursday night football as we know, and then the Bills on the 14th. Now, that would be three games missed for Zach Wilson, which isn't Terrible. Again, that means in a 17-game season, he'd play 14, which you could live with. But after that, I mean, good call from Roger. You have the Dolphins, the Texans, the Eagles in three weeks in a row. And it's the Dolphins at home, Texans on the road, which the the Texans stink, but the Jets don't play well on the road. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see at that point. But that's three, and the Eagles at home. The Jets don't ever really beat the Eagles, but that this that team's not good. But those are three winnable games. The the Saints is going to be tough at the Dolphins, then the Jaguars, Bucks is going to be tough. Bucks and Bills, I mean, maybe they're just they're resting starters at that point. I mean, you, you maybe you hope for that, but I, I think it's completely fair to say, you know what? If he's not 100%, then then don't put him out there for the Bills game. Right? This isn't a it's not a playoff team. It's not like you, you have to play him, but it's not going to like stunt the growth of the entire team if Wilson's not playing because they don't have a capable backup. I was surpri- I was very pleasantly surprised with Mike White's performance, and I hope he does something similar this week. Uh, Brian in Queens, what do you got, Brian? Matt O'Leary, how you doing, man? This is Brian from Richmond Hill, Queens, New York. I am so thrilled about that win yesterday against the Bengals. They were the number one team. Number one team. Can you believe that? Number one team. Hey, I'd rather start Mike White over Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson got to learn 
from all the plays, all the mistakes that he did, whatever it is, you know, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I'd rather start Mike White. Could this really possibly happen? I hope it's up to the coach decision, Robert Sullivan, man. You know, I just want him to start. Mike White, I would love Mike White to start, man. Please get him to start. That guy is phenomenal. He don't play. Once he get, once he tossed that ball, he tossed it quickly out of the pocket. Bam! Throw it to the receiver. It was unbelievable, man. Please put that question on that, on that um, YouTube question. Please. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Bye. Go Jets. There we go. Uh, that's your your question made it, buddy. Um, start start Mike White for how long? Uh, the rest of the season. I don't. I don't want to do that uh, forever and give up on Zach. I also don't want to do that. Uh, I think we have to see how this plays out. Let's play it on a week to week basis. But yes, against uh, I almost said Cleveland again. Against Cincinnati, couldn't ask for anything more. He executed it to perfection. That was really really fun and really good. Uh, Travis, Ohio, what's up, man? Hey, Matt. What's up? I've been- oh, hey. <laughs> Travis from Ohio. Hey, buddy, I don't care who the starting quarterback is. Uh, that was awesome. It needed to happen. We all needed this. We Go back to the past couple weeks and listen to your all the weekly therapies. Yeah. It's been horrible. We needed this, man. We needed something to hang our hat on, something to cheer for. I don't care that there's a quarterback controversy. Play the best one. That's what they're there for. That's what you should always do. Like, I love Zach. I hope he is a future. But if Mike freaking White balls out like he did, if he puts up four or five and three touchdowns every week and catches a two-point conversion, sign me up, man. Uh Lamar Jackson ain't doing that, you know? Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT Tom Brady ain't doing that every week. But anyway, we'll see. Hopefully it wasn't a flash in the pan. Hopefully we have the best problem you can have. Two great quarterbacks. And I'm not saying either or both, but we'll see. Time will tell. Anyway. We all just got to suck it in and reel it back because, again, young team. And I know it's not fun, but we're going to ride this roller coaster all the way out. Yeah. Anyway, love you. Love the Jets. Feel bad for sweet, sweet Mrs. Wilson because she saw somebody upstage your baby boy. But. I would console her if I could. But anyway, love her and you. And Jeff. Bye. <laughs> I love it as always. Electric phone call from Travis. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, yeah, this is just a play it by ear thing. It's kind of what I was getting from that voicemail. Is you, you ride it out. If they do have two good quarterbacks, okay. You make your decision at that point. Um I think more than likely Mike White is just going to be a, a good backup. But if he does look like he can play, then there, there's a, a difficult decision on your hands. And who knows? I'm not really. Wor- I'm not at that point yet. I don't think we have enough information to come to that point yet. But 
It was fun for a week. Let's see if he makes it too. The legends of Mike White could continue in prime time this week against the Indianapolis Colts in a dome. Throwing it for 500 yards in the dome. Why not? Vinny, what do you got, buddy? Hey, Matt. It's uh, Vinny from Big Skill. I'm calling you the day after the Jets upset the Bungles on Halloween night. I mean, on Halloween. And boy, was that a game. And I was also watching your video recently on the offense. You know, a wise man once said, the simplest solutions are often the most effective. And the simple act of moving Mike LaFleur to the coaching booth has clearly made an impact on this team. I mean, let's be honest. Mike White's probably an okay quarterback, not phenomenal. It was the play calling that did most, that did a lot in this game. Because Mike White played last week, and yeah, he didn't start. But he was not this good last week in his time on the field. No. It's a good, you know... I'm just hoping they finally learn their lesson and they can actually build off this game. But, man, was that a fun game. Also, did you enjoy all the spooky stuff I sent you on Twitter? Because <laughs> I hope you did. Yes. And I hope you had a happy Halloween. That was the Pennywise voice. All right, bye. Love it. Yes. Uh, I did see him. Sorry. I wasn't able, I didn't, I wasn't able to respond to all of them, Vinny. Um, but I did see them. Thank you. I appreciate it as always. Uh, I hope Mike white balls out again. Can you imagine if he does it two weeks in a row? I'd love it. Um, the play calling, and that's one more thing I want to get to on this, which he brought up before we get to the last call, which is going to be James in New Jersey. I, it still boggles my mind. I know we're almost at the end of the episode, but it still boggles my mind that that, that LaFleur is not going to get any credit here. Don't know. Whatever. Let's do it. James, New Jersey. Close us out. Strong, buddy. Matt, Matt, Matt. James from New Jersey. How's it going, buddy? Good. Very what good. What did you do last week to build some, co- uh, to have some confidence? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. what happened. Well, of course, three words. Matt freaking White. Matty O, I don't know what to say. Of course, this is the second one of the season where instead of me being happy, which I am, I'm scratching my head. We got a backup quarterback who threw over his skis. At least I don't know. Hopefully that's not his glass ceiling. I mean, I'm happy with the performance, but of course throughout the game, I'm in, I'm in disbelief like what is happening or also like, like when are we going to choke this game and somehow we kept it clean. Of course, I know you're going to hear this from all the other wonderful Jets fans in your voicemails. One, Matt LaFleur was in the booth. I think he should. Have, I think that should have been done a long time ago. Yes. I know Zach Wilson preferred Matt in the booth, but personally, he's a rookie quarterback. He don't get to have it his way all the time. So I think it was good to keep Mike up there in the booth. I like that. Uh, I think I also heard that Zach Wilson is was in the booth with Matt LaFleur. So I think I think I think Zach will you know will educate and get himself more. Uh, out of working next to Mike LaFleur in the booth. I don't know what the case may be, but I'm just glad we got the wind just scratching my head. It's really, I'm really conflicted right now. And now New York is blowing up the controversy about a quarterback competition, yada, yada, yada. Do we trade Zach Wilson? Do we trade uh, Mike White? Which, we're not trading Zach Wilson. It's not a waste of a pick. Everyone wants to make this a conundrum because whatever we do is a low jet stand. 
But anyway, man, we got the dub. Hopefully Thursday Night Football, he does the same thing. Or even if we do not win against the Colts, it is something that is like, it is something that is like, at least he played good and he didn't play, he didn't play too hard, right? So hopefully you get this, man. Thank you. Enjoy this win. I'll try to enjoy it without less confliction. And as always, go Jets. Talk to you, man. Love it. Thank you, James. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping for competitive football, man. Let's have fun again. Even if they lose, like, nobody's – that's the thing. Nobody's expectation was that this team was going to come in and win each week. All we wanted was competitive football. It helps that they won that game against Cincinnati, but even if they lost, it would have been like, okay, they gave you something. There was a lot to see from some young guys on this team. Indianapolis, are they a phenomenal team? No. They're not, but they're in the hunt. They're an okay team playing at home on a short week for this young Jets team going on the road. That's not an easy task, but if they show up and, I don't know, let's say they lose by four, it's a one-score game, they cover, then okay, you you, you take it and you build off that. And then obviously Buffalo the following week is going to be very, very difficult, but you worry about that then. Like, let's just keep this game competitive. Keep it close. And if Mike White plays well, good. Great. And if he comes out and bombs and Zach Wilson's healthy, then you go back to Zach. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it was such a fun week. Glad we're able to talk about this and have some fun. So I don't know what I'm... Since they play on Thursday, I'm... I don't know. Should I do a preview video early Thursday? I guess that'll be the move. Uh, We'll see. That's going to do it for me. I'm Matt O'Leary. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll talk to you next time.